Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Boke Wash Knobs. You have made it to episode 63. What is up, man? <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> not, not much. I'm just, I'm, I'm excited about recording and the, the circumstances <laughs> surrounding this episode. Uh, it's, it's good to talk to you, man. <laughs> it's good to talk to you, too. I'm getting married. This week, the episode that y'all are hearing right now, this is the week that I'm getting married. Why are you laughing at me, dude? Are you laughing at me on air? Everybody's gonna think I'm stupid or something. I, I am like, also I am also drunk. I like the, yeah, I like that one of your groomsmen just like basically dropped you <laughs> off and just like dumped you in your chair with a microphone in front of you. <laughs> I am I'm definitely drunk right now. And I'm currently I need to pour <clears throat> I need to pour more of this drink. Not this I not this drink implying that I've been drinking this drink, but this is this is the I've mentioned this before. It's a scotch I stole from my dad when I left home when I was a kid. And I've just been like slowly drinking it. I'm just gonna drink it tonight. I don't know what this is. It's you you've made that like seriously last. I'm not like a heavy drinker, which is why two cocktails would make me get basically get me flashing my skirt the sailors at the dock. You know what I'm saying? Like it's really I'm really, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you are you are you more like like can you what's your what's the word? I was going to say, can you tolerate more, but you tolerate minorities. What do you do to alcohol? You tolerate <laughs> minorities. You tolerance. You have an alcohol tolerance. I, I have some, some pretty serious tolerance. And, yeah, uh, I, I don't. <laughs> Becky, my fiance, does. She's Jewish and English. Jewish, <laughs> Jewish and, and great British. 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 So, so, so that lady can drink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not me. Not me. <laughs> I am. You, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna see you soon. Do you want me to? Is there anything kind of fancy you want me to bring? Are Are you like a? Are you a Scotch guy? Are you a bourbon guy? Are you? A, hey, just bring like, yourself, man. Bring yourself, and we'll drink box wine in the bathroom. I don't know. It, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I'm not. It, it's just gonna be good to see you. So, <clears throat> in honor of me getting married this week, um, this episode, episode sixty three, this is the wedding watch episode. Right yeah, after after you guys hear this, Kaz, Kaz will be a married man. Is that is that what's happening? Or my 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 wedding is on January twelfth. No. Yes. Okay. So the week that you guys are hearing this is when Kaz will be a married man. That's true. True story. <laughs> Very episode episode sixty four is when I'll be married. But yeah. So this is a really we, fun episode. We don't know if we're gonna find you after this episode. You might be stuck in Cancun somewhere. <laughs> uh, we don't we don't know if we're gonna see Kaz after stuck this. Stuck in Cancun fishing quarters at a fountain, just trying to get home. You know what I mean? <laughs> get down, muchachos. Uh can I have a quarter? You know? That's gonna be my new I have to pour this drink. What is this? The Glen Levitt Nadura 16 year natural cask. Fuck does that mean? Ooh la la. I don't I know, don't, it sounds good. I don't well, it smells like nail polish remover, but whatever. Even better. A fucking pilfered, <laughs> pilfered, pilfered paternal scotch. You know? 
So we're talking about weddings and we're talking about wedding watches this yes. week. Um, so we're going to talk about, I, 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 I'm going to talk about the watch that I chose for my wedding. Um, right off the bat, many, many of you guys know already what it is. Uh, I'm wearing the Raketa Big Zero. Um, it's like the, the idea of talking about the wedding watch. I'll talk about the circumstances which, which kind of led me to choose the Raketa Big Zero. And then... Um, and then Michael talk about his wedding watch. Really, really interesting because, I mean, you brought up a great point earlier about, like, where we are in our collecting lives and, like, relation to where the wedding sort of kind of fell through or fell in in regards to that. So it's going to be fun. But um, I think we do have some housekeeping stuff and we do have we do have tradition to honor, <clears throat> as always. Hold on, my asthma's kicking in. It's one of those days, guys. <laughs> it's Okay. Yeah, no, I was supposed to go. Oh, sorry, sweet. I just, I just, I just Muay Thai elbowed my cat in the jaw. Are you okay? <laughs> she'll, she'll be okay. She's, she's fine. She's, she's from the streets. It's, it's, she's a rescue. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, no, I was supposed to go out and look for ties and pocket squares with my, with one of my groomsmen, but I just, you just got drunk instead. <laughs> so this is, this is the, uh, this is the virtual podcasting portion of the bachelor party. This is the, doing right now. the closest thing to a bachelor party I'm going to have, I think. <laughs> okay, because cool. my, my best man is flying in like two hours before the ceremony. Uh, <laughs> because it's just, it just is what it is. Hold on. Cat, what are you doing? Whatever, dude. Um, my other groomsman is getting in that morning, like from a red eye. And you're getting in, Michael, you're getting the day before. And the day before, we're going to hang out, which will be fun, you know? So I'm the most responsible one. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the one that I could count on the most. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. My cat's trying to stick her anus in my eye. I have no other way of describing what's happening right now other than that. <laughs> she's, trying to, she's, she's trying to put her little raisin anus... In my ocular cavity. That's what's happening. Sweetheart. I sometimes wonder when brands um, <laughs> kind of think about working with us and they just sort of <laughs> skip through episodes. And I, I picture them kind of just clicking away, like jumping through an episode. Ooh, and, the and wedding I, watch I like, episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like for them to just skip on my cat is sticking her anus in my eye. <laughs> I think if you heard us talk about the stuff we talk about in the show... And you still want to work with us? That just means you're a very competent brand owner. Don't you want to be a competent brand owner? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's my that that's my thing. You know. But yeah, so but we should probably honor tradition. I think this will probably be. I'm assuming it's going to be a very special wrist check. Uh, you want to do the wrist check? I I wish I was wearing my wedding watch, but I'm oh, not. Oh man. <laughs> It's just kind of the way the day panned out. I got no, super it's all it's all good. It's all good. This this was on my nightstand, and I just like I woke up today, and I did not want to get out of bed. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't want to deal with picking a watch today. You're on the nightstand. You're running. You have the right time. I'm gonna put you on. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, you, you you go first. I've been talking. I've been talking to the nice people way too much. Let me drink no, this. Scotch. It's it's cool. It it might be a good time to talk about this watch again because right now I've had it for, <clears throat> I guess, probably a little more than a month. I I, I can't keep track of time anymore. But oh, it's wow. the um it's the Doxa Black Lung yes. or Aqua Lung Sub Three Hundred, whatever you want to call it. It's got a big um, dick and balls on it. It does. It does. Yeah. Like uh, kind of like the Speedmaster. I'm I'm trying to. 
I'm trying to follow a cock and balls dial theme. <laughs> the key is so, consistency. Yeah. As long as you're consistent with your collection, you're collecting authentically. That's just, yeah. My that's 2018, just my 2018 watch goals: get rid of everything else and just keep watches that have some kind of cock and ball silhouette <laughs> on the top. Doesn't Stova have like a cock and ball? This I'm I'm so sorry about being drunk on this episode right now. I'm gonna apologize in advance for showing up ad hoc. It's okay. You're you're doing what was it? Glenn Levitt something? Glenn was- Levitt Nadura. Mm. Glenn mm. Glenn Levitt Nadura single malt Scott which which mm, which key? That sounds good. Idiot. <laughs> Whiskey age sixteen years, fifty four percent. Okay. I have a uh, Eagle Rare ten, so that's that's cool. That sounds, that sounds like a badass like gun. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mine sounds like what fucking Captain Nemo rolled around in. What is what is what is <laughs> what is, eagle eagle eye cherry? What is yours called? Eagle eye ten? What well, is it? Eagle Eagle Rare ten is kind of like the cheapest bourbon that they have. Nice. I think I really like the seventeen year, but it's super expensive and hard to find. So I have no business <laughs> trying to trying to add it to the. Uh, I guess the. You should Whatever. steal alcohol from your father. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're wearing uh, you're wearing your docs. The thing is so yeah, cool, man. Don't don't. Yeah, don't feel bad. My 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 docs is pretty cool. Um, so I've had it for a bit now. I've gotten used to the uh, the experience. Something weird is happening with this watch. When I when I first took it out of the box and I looked at it and I sized it and started wearing it i was like oh my god this is so like this is so vintagey it feels so cool the dial is the dial is really small for like a 42 millimeter case and it has a pretty tall like bubble crystal okay together with the orange on the dial and all the little kind of colorful elements and stuff like that um it just felt very vintagey but wearing it day to day it feels like a modern watch and it makes me it makes me wonder how this watch was received back when it first came out, uh, like the original, like Doxa sub three hundreds, that were actually used by divers and stuff like that. Because right. this thing was clearly ahead of its time. If I'm if I'm wearing it today and I'm like, man, this is kind of, you know, it, it feels like I'm wearing like a like a like a Seiko SRP like triple seven, you know. Wow. It's still it's still pretty hefty on the wrist. <clears throat> well, how but, true is this Doxa to the originals in terms of like case dimensions and stuff? Is it like the same size and everything? It's a it's a one to one recreation. That's craziness. Uh, so the only thing that they've changed is that they've made the crystal sapphire. Right. That's kind of that's the one that's the one spot where they were like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna modernize like this specific uh, specification, but otherwise. In terms of dimensions and the look and stuff like that, it's a it's a one to one recreation. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, and, and the bracelet obviously is is different. It's a it's what it's what people call a beads of rice bracelet, but it's oh not, yeah, it's not a real beads of rice bracelet. I think the original ones were like uh, maybe like a little more jangly. And from what I understand, like if you if you were like removing links and stuff, you had to be careful because the actual like beads of rice could all just like fall out. <laughs> like oh God. they were like each little component was a separate piece. Jesus. Uh, but this one is a little bit more modernized, and I think. Take it off. 
this thing has yeah it has a it has a divers extension nice for all the all the diving you do <laughs> for all the diving i do <laughs> Yeah. So you bought the watch, you had an initial honeymoon phase, you went through watch puberty, your sort of perspective changed. You still are you still into the watch? Are you super happy with the purchase? I'm still really into the watch. I'm, That's awesome, man. Kind of the most satisfying thing about this watch is realizing that I wanted a Doxa. <clears throat> right. I wanted a Doxa for a very long time. Um I never really knew which one to get into. Um, and I knew that I wanted just one. I, I can't, I can't see myself as a Doxa like collector. Um, but to get into Doxa and have one Doxa be your first and last <clears throat> Doxa, like this is the perfect one. I think. That's so cool. Um, I, are, are, are you bringing it to the wedding? Cause I want to see it in person. No, I was going to ask you, I like, I, I want to bring some watches. Like, what? What kind of? I'll bring this one. Which? Which other ones do you want to see? You bring whatever, whatever your precious heart desires. <laughs> I'm down to see anything. I'm down okay. to see anything because you're. I told you you're getting a watch as a as a groomsman gift. Oh god! You know what I mean? I can't believe you're doing that. Yeah, I just have to. I just have to make sure I write it down in the card properly. How do you spell Philippe? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you're going all out with this wedding. <laughs> yeah, well, you know how it is. Yeah, I couldn't. Find, if I can, if I could afford a Patek Philippe, if I could afford a Patek Philippe, what would I? What would I do? Just stack I, it on top of the student loans, man. It's it's fine. Oh yeah, my 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 <laughs> crippling two hundred thousand dollars student loans. Yeah, just fucking just tack on another another couple another 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 another. Mm, it's happening. It's happening. Mm, another couple twenty thousand. There you go. Another couple twenty thousand. If you, if you guys want to see my high school speech impediment come back, just just give me three or fourteen cocktails. It's fine. <laughs> three or fourteen. It's... I'm not good at cocktail math, dude. That's pie math right there. Three, um, but this I, this thing is. Um, I How hard was it to size that bracelet? Is not it hard at all. Is it screw links on there, or is it like those those those, those fucking like 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 therapeutic pushpin no, shits? Are... Whatever the fuck it's called. These are these are screw links, so, so nice. it's easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, one one thing that I, <laughs> and this is a little bit embarrassing to say because mm -hmm. I, I spent a lot of time like drooling over doxes and stuff. Um, I never knew the minute hand was like the huge chunky one, and the hour hand is just like skinnier and slightly shorter. So when I got the watch, I had a brief, like very brief moment of like, how the hell do I tell the time on this? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of embarrassing because I was like super deep into like Doxa history and like very proud that I had gotten this watch. And then I got it and I was like, wait, which hand is the hour hand? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I'm looking at a picture right now. That's so funny. I could see that. But, well, the thing is, it's one of those things where it's just like. You could read about a car. You could love the car. You could know everything about the engine, blah, blah. You buy the car and you're like, where the fuck's the cup holder? You know what I mean? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's yeah. one of those like little practical things you wouldn't think about until the thing was actually with you, until you shared like dick space with the thing, you know? So that that's <clears throat> like looking at a picture. Uh, I'm looking at a picture right now on my phone before it dies. I, I can totally see, uh, you know, how that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. And what, and finally kind of the, um, what I've really come to appreciate about this watch is the fact that it's so under the radar. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think. Um, 
you know, like if if you wear something like even even a Mako, uh, it can be mistaken for like a Rolex because it just has that typical dive watch, I guess luxury dive watch style case. Right. Um, you know, some so some people can be like, oh, like is that a Rolex? You know, some some of them have Cyclopses, and apparently the Cyclops is the pedestrian designator for for Rolex. <laughs> have you heard of that? Like. Yeah, of- yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like it's 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 you know, it's one of those things where if you see the Cyclops, then it's probably like an older Rolex or something like that. You know. So this, but that's apparently that's something that non-watch people know oh, yeah. about. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was that serious. Well, I knew it was a thing because my dad talked about it. My dad's not a watch guy, but he has a Rolex, and so he was talking about the site. But the thing is, he didn't know what it was called. He called it like the date magnifier or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because so. I've seen I've seen salespeople be like, "Oh, it sweeps. Look at the secondhand sweep. That means it's a Rolex. <laughs> Only a Rolex does that. Only a Rolex will tell you time <clears throat> and the day." <laughs> so I oh sometimes wonder what what non-watch people kind of look for in it, the. It's funny. My groomsman who got me drunk and left me here on my doorstep. He, <laughs> he we joked about having him. I joke. We mm, need to get my antecedents proper. Proper. I joked <laughs> about having him on our show as a non-watch guest and just how it would be interesting to get his opinion because he doesn't collect watches, but he buys a watch for every kind of destination he goes to because he has to travel a lot for work. Oh, that's he cool. Yeah, he doesn't do it like based on brand or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I told him mm. like, dude, that's awesome. You're collecting in a way that's authentic to you. Fuck brands. Fuck fuck all that garbage. You have to collect in a way that just makes you happy and that's what you're doing. So maybe we can get him on the show. Or maybe, or maybe we can get oh my god, can you imagine if we got my father on the show? He doesn't even he doesn't even want to do the show. Dude. I'll I'll interview your dad for Please don't interview my dad. That would hour? just you have no idea how much of just how much anxiety that would cause for me. You know? <laughs> What's a podcast? This is a sex thing. This is about sex. Yes, dad. <laughs> But that's that's kind of the final thing I've been loving. It's it's so under the radar. Nobody's you, gonna know what this thing is, other than it's orange. Other than well, then other uh, except other like Doxa owners or other like watch folk. Like if I someone if I if I if I saw someone like on a subway or whatever, and I saw they were wearing that watch, I would know. I I would know to Doxa. And I would probably safely assume they were a watch guy because, like you said, that's being an under the radar watch means someone that owns that watch. They're probably a watch person. You know what I mean? I yeah, and like. that's that's kind of that's a huge value when you consider um when you consider these kinds of watches. Like I said that I said that about the Smiths, like you know, nobody knows what the Smiths W10 is, but if somebody ever comes up to me and is like, "Hey, is that a Smith?" I'm going to be like, "Yo. <laughs> yo, here yo, here's my Let's... phone number. No homo. <laughs> we should really talk, dude." <laughs> yeah, and there's there's a really cool kind of um quote from that book that just came out a man and his watch and it, it oh yeah it reminds me of this this kind of discussion and it is um let's see watches tell the world a bit about who you are and they can if you're lucky connect you to the people in your life who matter most wow so that's kind of i, I feel like this is one of those watches if if somebody ever comes like ever just on the bus or like at a restaurant <laughs> it's like hey is that you know is that a doxa i just I don't want to say like, oh yeah, 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 like it's a doxa. Like I want to sit down and talk to you, you yeah. know, because it, it it takes a little bit to to get into doxa, you know, just like, you know, 
Smiths or or even Orient or like a Seiko Alpinist, you know? Yeah. I feel like a I feel like if you if you see a Seiko Alpinist in the wild, you should you should probably go up and ask, you know, like hey, like, especially especially these days, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 something I've really come to appreciate, you know, with the Doxa and it's it's a slim watch, it's lightweight, it looks good with a lot of different stuff and yeah, I'll I'll bring it when I see you yeah. soon so you can well, check it out. What um what the fuck? Whatever. What uh have you had any I know you're not really like a strap changing dude, but like have you had any desire to take the bracelet off of there or have you seen other people do strap changes? Because I feel like I've only ever seen doxes on the bracelets. Is it like so, tab is it like taboo? Is it like putting spinners on your Porsche if you change so the prob- strap? <laughs> so I probably won't do it because I really like this bracelet and I just right. I feel like I'm getting the most out of a high quality watch when I have it on the bracelet. You know, I'll be yes, a little more, yes. I'll be a little more inclined to experiment if I buy like an SKX on the stock rubber, you know, I might take that off and, you know, try a toxic data or a blue shark or something like that. Um, but this, I haven't changed it. I've seen people do just a black NATO, which okay. looks really cool. The black and the orange. Oh, yeah. Um, and I saw somebody do an orange uh, isoprene strap. Oh, interesting. Cool. Which looks, it looks really, really cool. And pro- a black one would look just as cool, I think. So, but no, this one's staying on the bracelet. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. It's just, because um, I, I, I feel like even though the Speedmaster is like a, like a really, it comes, it comes on a really cool bracelet. I think, you know, I feel like that thing's just like a strap monster. Like people, yeah. I, that thing looks great on everything. Yeah. It really you know does. what I mean? Mm-hmm. God, that's so cool though, man. I'm happy. I'm happy the watch is working out. Yeah. <clears throat> man, fuck. So how about you? Your turn. Oof. <laughs> getting, getting drunk. <laughs> sustaining and perpetuating my inebriationness. Inebri- this is gonna be a nice. It's gonna be a nice transition. You're gonna tell us about the watch, and then we're gonna move into the main segment, and we're gonna talk about the wedding watch. Are I you think, wearing the wedding watch? I'm wearing the wedding watch. I'm wearing okay. my Raketa Big Zero for the wrist check. I thought you're it'd a be lot more prepared than I was. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I showed up drunk to work. All right, God damn it. That's basically what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> oh no, I'm not drunk. It's just my cologne. But um, no, yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing the Raketa Big Zero. Hold on. Oh my god, it's delicious and disgusting at the same time. Why does alcohol <laughs> work like? Did you, you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? Why does it work like that? It's like it's like the disgusting deliciousness. Yeah, it's not delicious like hot chocolate, but it's somehow refreshing. You know, it's like when we first get into coffee. You know, I feel like that's it's the same a thing. really good way of putting it. Actually, yeah. yeah. That's straight up. Yeah, no, I'm wearing the Raketa Big Zero. Um, I, I feel like I've said this on the air, and I said this in the feed, um, that this the Raketa Big Zero is very, very much like my memory watch. Like, intrinsically, or not intrinsically, fuck, fuck words. Instinctively, for some reason, if there's ever something happening in my life, and I have a moment to, like, choose a watch for the day, I'll just grab this watch. I don't know why. Good memories, bad memories, that's just just what it's always been. So, I mean, I'm wearing it right now for the wrist check. Um, I'm wearing it uh, originally. So when I bought this thing, it came on this like, it came on this like fucking like weathered donkey leather strap from Bulgaria or some someplace. (laughs) And I I took it off and I put it on a NATO, my first ever NATO, which you gave me. It was a black NATO with like brushed hardware. 
And I had this thing on that black NATO forever, forever, ever, ever, ever. And like, that was like, that was it, you know? And then, um, I remember I tried like, I tried finding like fancy straps for it. I tried like figuring out, like looking at like Hadley Roma or like Hirsch or whatever the fuck it is. And like looking at like 70 or $80 straps and like nothing was really clicking. I went on Amazon one day in like frustration. I went on Amazon and I, I saw like a $7 leather strap from like, I don't know, some, some place, some place. They, where they make leather straps out of, like, the souls of the innocent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, five, $7 all day. And so I bought it, a black leather strap, polished silver hardware. I put it on the watch. It is the greatest strap ever. <laughs> it it cool. is the best strap ever. It works perfectly on this watch. Um, last week, you guys, I think I did a photo of it on, like, a Tuesday or some shit. Uh, it has like mm -hmm. a red background. The, the Riketta Big Zero, it's on that leather strap. I think it's, oh, fuck, as I punch the microphone. Mm, there we go. I think it's <laughs> super, sorry. I think it's super, super cool. That's what I have it on right now. I'm I'm going to be wearing it like this for the wedding. Um, the crystal is still cracked on here. I never got it fixed for people who have been listening to the show since like the early days. <laughs> Don't fix it, man. I've it never, I, it's, it too, it's, it's too late. It is what it is now, you know? <laughs> oh man that's so funny but yeah no i mean i'm i'm wearing it for the i'm wearing it for the wrist check right now this thing's got like a serious dome on it uh let me think what else let me get my where the hell are my calipers sweetheart where are my calipers uh whatever, <laughs> whatever it's fine uh it's a watch <clears throat> you know it's got hands on it but i don't know i um should we transition from my wrist check and then just talking about my choice of it for the wedding watch? Well, I have a question about that watch. Because mm -hmm. I think that watch falls into the same category um, as this Doxa, for example. Like, First of all, if, if somebody ever comes up to you and says, like, hey, is that a big zero? Oh, wow. Yeah. You know you're going you know to have a conversation. That's a good point. That's um, a very good point. Do you ever see yourself fixing that crystal? <laughs> no, and it's I'm not being an asshole. No, no, it's just if, it's a serious if question. I, if I remember correctly, um, Becky broke it, right? Or like, oh yeah, it was no, she, it was her doing. She broke it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, with watches, we kind of, um, I don't know we we romanticize about the scars and and the stories and stuff like that, and. I almost feel like at this point, if you got a new crystal, you would kind of ruin that little, that little bit of charm that the watch has now. Yeah. So the story, especially the, if it's your wedding watch, the story of this crystal breaking is I came home one day from work, um, and like I put it down on the on the on our kitchen counter, which is where a watch does not belong. Watch family, let's just let's just put that out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> your watches do not belong in the kitchen counter. I put it down the kitchen counter, and I either put it on a book. Or like a shirt slash sweater, or like a, or like a, like a, like a, what the fuck's it called? What are those thin sweaters that girls wear? Camis? Cardigans? Cardigans, yes, thank you. <laughs> Dude, it's, sh it's shorts, shirts, bras. That's all the clothing that I know, man. All right? <laughs> and I'm wearing all of them right now. But yeah, no, so she had some sort of like, uh, it was either a book or notebook or outerwear, and I, I just kind of just absentmindedly put the watch down on that thing which belonged to her she came through and and totally like like she didn't do anything wrong she picked up the object that the watch was resting on she didn't see the watch 
And in doing that, she knocked the watch off the counter. Like, it, it went off the counter and it landed crystal down. Like, it didn't bounce. It didn't, like, roll. It just went like a, like a, like, dropping cake icing down on the floor. Just, just hit the ground. And she, I'll never forget, she, it, it, the look on her face was if she dropped our child. She's like, oh my God, <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I was like, meh. I mean, <laughs> Not on fire. Yeah, I mean, of you, course, you, you don't you don't want to make her feel bad, and no, know, I, I don't want to make her stuff. feel bad. But I don't know. There's just something about it where, like, I just didn't. I mean, I didn't seem too bothered, but I'll never forget her face. And she was so upset, and we were like looking at it together, and like we saw the cracks, and she was just like, "Oh, is it rare? I don't, I'm so sorry." I'm like, "No, it's not a big deal." So like every time I see that crack, I just think about like how like I don't know how upset she was. But the thing is, ever since then, she's been so careful. <laughs> she's been so careful. Because the problem is, I'm I'm recently I've gotten really bad at putting watches where they belong. You Me know too. what I mean? Me yeah, too. right. So yeah, they're on like they're on the couch, they're on the kitchen counter, they're all over the place. You know, so mm-hmm. so she's pretty careful about it now. So in regards to the question, do I ever see myself fixing the crystal? I don't know. My issue is this: the crystal on here. I don't think there's any way I'm gonna find an exact crystal like this. And the thing with this watch is this this dome, this thing hangs such mad fucking dome <laughs> that if you change the crystal, you change the, the 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 outline of the watch. You change the silhouette of the watch. Yeah. So it's going to look different. I don't want it to look different. You know? So you know what? I'm not going to change the crystal. I like the way the watch I, I like the way it is. I'd I'd almost advise against changing it because I mean yeah. it's you know it's a big zero. You're not going to I'm not diving with this fucking thing anytime soon. You're not diving with it. You're not climbing Mount Rainier or anything like that. You know, so you're just, you're kind of, you're hanging out. And the the watch is going to be fine whether it has a crack crystal or not, you know, from now until the day you die. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've said this on air, but I want this on air. I want this on record. Michael, bury me with this watch. <laughs> so okay, if you, if I can't, if I can't, we have some listeners that could take on the responsibility. Also, <laughs> someone ensure that uh, that my dumb brown ass is buried with this watch. <laughs> it's very important. Y'all can have whatever the fuck else watch I've collected. Whoever wants this goddamn Janus trading can have it. But with this watch, bury me with it. I I I want this watch with me forever. That's so that's this, we might have we so we might have found. Two categories uh-huh. <laughs> for for watches now. You know, the, the obviously the watch you get buried with. But is this so? Is the big zero? Is that the burning house watch? Oh, oh, totally. Oh my god, totally. If the house was on fire and I had to grab a watch that I wasn't already wearing, because I can't replace this watch. Not in the same way, dude. No. I might be able to find another big zero, but like I mentioned before, this is my memory watch. I I was with my dad when he was fighting cancer. I was wearing this watch. When I had my own scares, I was wearing this watch. I proposed to my fiance while wearing this watch. You know what I mean? Like this this the watch is irreplaceable, you know? That might that might be a topic to to explore again. You know, the burning house watch. The burning house watch. Hell yeah, dude. I would I would <laughs> hardcore I would grab this watch. Okay, house is on fire. What do I do? I grab the big zero. Well, first, I guess you make sure Becky's okay, right? Well, I mean, she's got legs. She can, she's got legs. She can run. All right, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She's much. She's she's much stronger and more adept at like adulting than I am. All right, she does so. seem very strong. She's incredibly strong. 
she hides. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it because she's because she's very like cute. You know what I mean? But like, no, she no. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not, If I if I ever if there's ever a situation where I have to fight her, I'm just gonna lose. So I don't fight her. <laughs> you know? Oh man. Learn to pick my battles. You understand? He's a second degree black belt in Kempo. I, I, I'm just not gonna fight her, dude. It's just, it's just, I'm signing my own death warrant. When we first started going out, we used to have like play tickle fights, and then I guess I would tickle her too much, and she would get me in like arm bars. You've been in an arm bar, dude? Can't say I have. You know how demoralizing it is to be an arm bar by a laughing girl? The girl you have very strong feelings for? She's <laughs> laughing because you're trying to tickle her, and she's also inflicting pain? It's a lot of crossed wires, man. Especially in like the puppy love stage, it's fucked up, dude. You know, uh, no psychological ramifications, you know, whatsoever. It's all all uh, normal. Uh, well, that's the kind of woman you have to lock down, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. But yeah, it, it's house is burning down. I think the big zero definitely a watch. I would grab. I mean, what about you? Have you reached the point where you decide would watch? Well, I guess one watch. Grab one watch. What are you grabbing? Or do you want to save it for the actual Burning Watch episode? Man, that's tough. I mean, right now, kind of, you know, thinking about it, it might it might be the Mako. Really? You it's know, cool and watch, I man. feel bad because I have watches that you have given me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have watches that I've purchased for, you know, big occasions, but that watch is important, yeah. you know? And it's not even like... it. <laughs> It's probably technically my worst watch. <laughs> it, the, it keeps time. It kind of, it keeps time pretty bad these days, which is, which is the only reason I don't wear it much. And I wanna, I wanna kind of get deep into research on that mm -hmm. movement and figure out why it's doing what it's doing and and who can help me with that. But it's um, yeah, it's keeping pre keeping pretty bad time these days. <laughs> wow, that's funny. But uh, it it would it might be that watch, yeah. Is that yeah. the is it the oldest watch in your collection now? Not oldest in terms of like manufactured date, but have you had that watch the longest out of any watch in your collection? Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Definitely, that is pretty yeah. funny, man. I can't I can't let go of that watch, and and today's today's discussion is you know a big part of that. You know. Yeah, you got once, married in that watch. Yeah, once you once you hit that milestone with this watch, I don't think <clears> you know. I don't. I don't think it's easy to let that one go. <laughs> and I and I've thought about it before. I've had some really desperate fucking like situations where I'm like, okay, is it time to let go of the Mako? I'm like, do I really need this extra like hundred bucks? There's like I ninety need, bucks that I'm gonna have. I need this extra sixty five dollars tonight. All right, dude. <laughs> I actually I was in such a desperate situation one time that I sold the bracelet. I remember you told me for like what was like like twenty or fifty bucks or something like that like that on Reddit. Some somebody on Reddit was like, "Do you have a Mako bracelet?" I'm like, "I need fucking grocery money." <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I like, I got like PayPal money, and then I just like I dropped it off like in a box at the person's house. I delivered it. <laughs> you hand delivered it. That's fun. Well, I. I just have so many questions. Why did that guy really need a, a, a Mako bracelet that badly? Maybe he's like me. He's got a Mako just like the, the watch head now, and he wants the bracelet. <laughs> he's, he's a grown man now. He decided, you know what? I have a little more extra spending money. Let's get the bracelet back. Let's find another bracelet for this Mako. <laughs> Let's complete the circle. So we've talked. So we've done the wrist check. Um, we talked about the Doxa. We talked about 
big zero that you're wearing now. I want to kind of, I want to yeah, yeah, get cause, it. cause, cause you're steering. I shouldn't be drunk driving right now. This is, this is all on you, man. <laughs> no, we're on the same page, I think. Okay. So I want to, I want to talk about the concept of a wedding watch. Um, and kind of being gifted a watch as well. Hmm. Um, you know, at the hands of the woman you love, <laughs> I would say, because this is something that I'm I'm seeing more and more of. I'm seeing sort of a a shift in tradition. Hmm. Uh, some guys are kind of ditching the the wedding band altogether, and they're just getting cool watches. Oh, so that's, that's right. So their 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 future wives or future spouses are buying them a watch, yeah, in place of a ring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is odd to me because the 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 I almost had a Boondock Saints moment. I almost just used the word symbology. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the symbi- symbolism. Sorry. The this the symbolism behind the ring is it's it's dude, it's a public affirmation of marriage, but at the same time, more practically, it just lets single people know you're married. If you don't wear a yeah. ring. Yeah, it's it the, personally it's very strange to me. I, I can't I can't see myself um just having a watch. First of all, I don't know if you've tried wedding bands on, you know, beforehand, oh. if you've looked at stuff that you like and that you don't like. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, for me, it was very weird because I was getting into watches, like seriously getting into watches uh, a little before I got married. And when the time came to wear a wedding band on the same hand that I was wearing a watch, it was just very strange to me. Yeah. Uh, I Because... For for engagement, for like when we got engaged, um, when you consider my wife's culture, it's traditional for the guy to wear the band on the mm-hmm. right hand until the wedding day. Oh, so interesting. Then, okay. So then when I switched it, I was just like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> like, like I, like I have a wedding band like on this wrist and the watch. I just I felt like a like a I don't know like a like a pawn shop owner or something <laughs> like a, like a blinged out jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, it i'm curious about you know guys that are just ditching the wedding band altogether and just wearing a watch or i mean if that's I, really happening at all you know well i when I, I so i don't know what wedding band becky uh had got has gotten for me but when we were up north um because she has friends of her family who are jewelers who are doing all of our jewelry for us which is super nice of them um, when I was up there north with her, I was just trying on rings to like just so to like just to get like an idea of like what I liked and didn't like, and I was trying rings on. It was so weird. It was I I don't wear rings. You know what I mean? Like like, didn't you didn't you feel like a douche nozzle? I know I, I did. I I didn't. I don't know if I felt like a douche nozzle. I just felt exposed. Like someone else was like putting their hand in my pocket, not in like a stealing my money <laughs> weight, but just like it was like a strange. I don't know. It just felt so strange. It, it just, I just felt very, not naked, but it just wasn't, it didn't, it just feel like it didn't suit me because I'm not used to having things on my fingers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, uh, I can only imagine what's going to happen with the, you know, what the, what, what the, what the wedding band is somewhere in the apartment. She got it, it came in and she hit it. And then hers mm-hmm. came in and I hit hers. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, I don't know where mine is. But we'll, we'll find out. But in Jewish culture, during the wedding, you're supposed to put the ring on the index finger. 
Um, oh. Because I think in Jewish culture, that's like the finger that has like the shortest line to the heart or something like that. Or that's just sort of how they've contemporized the the theory oh. or the practice, you know. But afterwards, the the cantor was just like, yeah, afterwards, just put it on your ring finger. No one cares. But for, but for the ceremony, just, you know, make sure you put it on Becky's index finger and she's going to put it on, on your index finger. So, I mean... So during the, the during the ceremony, it goes on the index finger. Yep. Huh. That's assuming that's assuming the best man I I I appointed doesn't doesn't drop it in the lake, which is totally is <laughs> totally gonna drop it in the lake, dude. <laughs> Someone's gonna have to go in there diving for it. It's not gonna be me. We're too busy beating the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 do what I can. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, that's right. I, I, did, I didn't tell you. I'll, I'll tell you on air, actually. Um, uh, you have the honor of announcing us for the first time ever as a married couple after the ceremony. Oh, fuck me sideways. We've okay. chosen you. I thought you'd be happy. It's easy. <laughs> Michael, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm ecstatic. That's, I'm so happy. It's 18 uh, people. No one's I, taking I just, it seriously. I, all right. I don't want to mess it up. It's my name. <laughs> I think you say my name every day. Uh, so you're telling me on air and there's no rehearsal dinner. Not really. Okay. Yeah, we'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's 18 people. If you fuck up, just laugh about it. No one cares, dude. It's 18 people and half of them are in the wedding party. All right? Uh, can you can you kind of... I'll write down on a card. <laughs> <laughs> can you send me like a base camp link like you and I used to? Like oh, with, no. With Jesus. The, the copy, you know, the, the exact uh, copy that I have to... You have <laughs> no idea how much PTSD... Nostalgia you just gave me by talking about base camp, dude. Oh <laughs> my god. <sighs> At this new job I'm working now, we use like Slack. And so I hadn't used Slack in a while, so I had Slack PTSD for a bit too. But yeah, if you're cool with it, if not, we'll we'll find someone else. But it just occurred to me right now, and I'm not in my right state of mind, so I just wanted to I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. Thanks for okay. letting me know. Uh Kind of, I guess more than a week before I get there. Yeah, you're fine. Thank you. You got to see we here for the first time, our Mister and Mrs. Casim Mirza. That's it, dude. Okay. I gotta okay. say, as long as more. as long as I don't have to say her last name. No, I'm no, no. Okay. I don't know how you can't say her last name. No, no. It's just it's we 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 realize for ease, just for she's not changing her last name just because it'd be like a pain in the ass to like do that with like all like like the legal documents and bullshit. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. We did so, the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just much more convenient. But she's but just for the ease of the ceremony, it's just gonna be we're just gonna do the whole Mister and Mrs. Garbage thing. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Yeah, I'm down. Thank you. I'm honored. Yeah, Don't lie to me, dude. I can I can tell. <laughs> no, I really He's am. That's so that's, that's really special. <laughs> well, everyone it's a, everyone has a very special part, you know, uh, uh, in the wedding. So yeah, it's so, gonna be a lot of fun. Man. So yeah, this this really is kind of like being a part of a portion of your your bachelor party. I'm I'm excited. This to... is basically my bachelor party. I hope I hope the watch family understands that this is my bachelor party. <laughs> I'm so, drinking scotch I stole from my father, and we're talking about like love and shit. You know. So we've talked about the concept of the wedding watch. Um, let's get into why we picked the watches that we picked for for the big day. Right. So you you picked, and and this is where we're gonna see the contrast between the two of us, um, as both collectors and as dudes about to get married. <laughs> <laughs> so, you you're a guy that has come into a pretty cool collection. You just got a like an awesome squale. 
Fucking love you that have watch. the um, you have the Christmas Chrono that you just did a big kind of watch fast with. Right. You know, you have some cool Russian watches, like some vintage pieces. You still have that Omega, right? You know, that's like a traditionally like dressy piece. Yeah, the Omega Seamaster Thirty. So you have you have a lot to choose from. <coughs> uh, why why did you go for the uh, the Big Zero? <clears throat> I well, so I mentioned at the beginning of the show a little bit. Like it's just, this is my my memory watch. This watch is something that was special to me before I really even kind of like cut my teeth as a watch collector. So what mm-hmm. the fuck was that? Did you hear that? That was an eBay notification. It might have told me that there's a Glycine Airman on eBay. Oh my god, we have to we have to you have to buy it now. <laughs> but if this there is, is a- if there is, I'm not telling you assholes because you're just gonna buy the watch. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's no. I just have notifications all day for that fucking watch. That sounded it's like, like the that sounded like the Pokemon battle noise for a second. I've been playing <laughs> a lot of Pokemon my 3ds, and I'm like, oh my god, am I drunk? Am I drunk? Auditory hallucinating shit now. I am fucked, dude. No, that's super, what it is. Super it's, triple fried fucked. It's for, it's for the Glycine, you know. Is there so, one on eBay? Or see, don't answer that question. Yeah, I'm not gonna answer that question. No, yeah, no, 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 yeah, don't answer that question. But um. <laughs> The Big Zero was important to me before I ever really got into watch collecting. So, sort of similar to the story you told about the the, the husband of the of your wife's friend whose wedding you went to in Miami. He just bought the Speedmaster for the wedding because it spoke to him. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I was in the Big Zero spoke to me before I was ever into Russian watches. Before I was really even ever like into watches. I had gotten the Seiko uh, the Seiko Five SNK before. You know, and like I was sort of like exploring, but I didn't really know. I didn't really know like how to collect or what I liked or what I didn't like. But the first time I ever saw the Big Zero, it was just like it was like a torpedo. It's like yes, there's something about that watch. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's something about that watch that I want to learn about. I want to know everything about that watch. I want to know. I want to know where it's from. I want to know how I can get it. I want to know if it's rare. I want to know how much it is. Blah blah blah, so on and so forth. I remember I asked you. I asked you because I think I saw it for the first time on like Reddit. Someone's like, "Oh, look at this watch I found in a dumpster" or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you were like, you're like, "Oh yeah, I think it's like a big zero. I think there's a Warren Wound uh, article about it or something like that." And then I saw, and then I went and I googled and I found the Warren Wound article. You know? Yeah. And I was reading. I was reading about that there, and then. And it was because of the Big Zero that I just kind of got my crash course into Russian watches. Because very, very quickly, I learned, like, about USSR watches and, like, Franken watches. And how, like, prolifically these things are faked and kind of cobbled together. And just, like, so it's really difficult to find something that's, like, authentic. And so because of that, this watch kind of signified the start of watch collecting for me. So it's got two things going for it. It really sparked this incredible passion, which has changed my life. I mean, Michael, it's brought, it's brought you and I much closer together. It's changed our lives and the fact that it's brought us together with a lot of really incredible people through the podcast. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If it wasn't for the big zero, I, I, this wouldn't be happening. I would have just bought the Seiko 5, gotten the new job, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Because that was the reason I bought the Seiko 5. I was trying to get a new job. I need, I need, <laughs> yeah, you were interviewing. And, yeah, and I was interviewing. I needed a watch that that, 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 that didn't look like dog shit, you know. <laughs> and so that was the only reason I bought the Seiko Five. But then, like after that, is when I started like kind of looking at watches as like items to 
collects and a crew and shit like that, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's the Big Zero has those two things. It really started my watch collecting and it also it just aesthetically really speaks to me. And so ever since then when something big has happened in my life, I've just I've just been wearing that watch. You know, like I said, my uh my, I helped my dad. Uh, he came here to a hosp- hospital in celebration because he had to get a prostatectomy because his first prostate cancer. And so I was going to be here for a couple of days with him in the hospital. And so I'm just like, I don't know. I didn't think about it. I just grabbed the big zero. That was the watch I wore. You know? Yeah. That was the watch I wore. I, I you know, I'm not, I'm not timing interval. I, I didn't need the watch for any reason. But I just, that was just the watch I wore. And so, you know, I remember, you know, helping him and all that stuff like that and everything. It was it was a pretty harrowing ordeal. He's fine now and everything. Um, but that was the watch I wore. And then, so I've always had sort of my own weird, like, 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 sort of cancer scares. When I was, how the fuck old was I, man? When I was like 16 or 17 years old, hmm. like, they found, like, uh, precancerous polyps in my colon, which is, like, I guess weird for a 16-year-old. You know what I mean? Hmm. So... Apparently, I'm like genetically predisposed to that. So every couple years, I have to go through and go through the whole colonoscopy process. Now, as a 16-year-old person, that is fucking horrible. I don't know. I don't know how many people have gone through that, but I have to do that shit apparently every two or three years, and it sucks. (laughs) It sucks Mm -hmm. a lot. So the last time I did it, last time I did it was a really big deal because um, I guess a lot of the similar symptoms that I had the first time when the polyps were there were flaring up again, and so I was. I was going into the hospital for the procedure. I had already done all the prep. I had to chug all that garbage and shit, all that shit, and just fucking just just die. Just be a shell of a person for two days going through all that fucking process. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever gone through it, Michael, but it's fucking horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, don't do that shit till you're 60 like you're supposed to. All right, man? <laughs> <clears throat> and so the I was getting ready to go to the hospital, and so I just, I just put on the big zero. I just put it on, and I was in the hospital, and so... I don't like hospitals. Hospitals are, I'm, I have family who are doctors and they love hospitals. And every time when I was a kid, I used to go to the hospital with my dad while he did rounds and he was always so happy, blah, blah, blah. I don't get that shit. Hospitals just smell like death and latex to me. All right. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I do not like hospitals. <laughs> and so I'm in this hospital, I'm getting ready. And so the nurse is just like, oh yeah, you know, you got to take off all your clothes and you got to wear this gown so we can laugh at your ass cheeks. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll I don't want to rock the boat here, lady. And so, but like, I don't know where I'm just like, oh, can I keep my watch on? I, I, and she's just like, uh, yeah. I'm like, okay, good. And so I remember I was in the hospital, I was sitting there and I was just, I didn't like it. I didn't like being in the hospital. I felt, I felt very, very alone. Um, it very, it puts you in touch with your kind of mortality when you're in a hospital like that. I don't know why. I'm just mm-hmm. being, a, I'm just being a wuss. I just don't like hospitals, dude. But the only thing of comfort I had I was wearing clothes I was unfamiliar with. I was in a room I didn't recognize. I had none of my loved ones around me, you know? The only thing I had was the big zero. And so I was just I was just winding it, and I was just playing with it. And so, you know, every time I look at the watch, you know, I, I think about that. Um, so that's a lot of really sad shit. But at the same time, like I said in the beginning of the show, I proposed with this watch on. Like, did I ever tell the story of my proposal on air, Michael? No, I don't think so. Should I tell the story of my proposal on air? Is this a good time? I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a great time because we're we're already kind of witnessing this um, this sort of like talisman of mm-hmm. you know joy and sorrow. Like, yeah, throughout, this, this is know, this is the life. wedding wedding watch episode. So yeah. um, my, when I proposed, my fiance and I had been together for five years. We've been together for like six or seven years. Now. I don't fucking lost count. 
Um, and I just hadn't proposed because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bum and I'm very poor. That's just, that's, that's, that's the headline. <laughs> that's the headline, you know? And so I remember I was, I was taking a shower and I was sitting there. This is at, this is around the time, Michael, where I was so, as I punched the microphone, motherfuck, I was so obsessed with the Grand Seiko Snowflake. Incredibly oh yeah. obsessed with the Grand Seiko Snowflake. And so I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I'm like, okay, I'm in the shower there was one on David SW for like like thirty five or thirty six hundred bucks or four thousand bucks, something like that. It's not bad for that watch, no. No, no, it's not bad <laughs> at all. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. So I'm in the shower and I'm doing watch math, possibly the most anxiety inducing, but attention grabbing math a watch collector will ever do. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So I'm like, I'm like, maybe if I do this, if I do this, if I wait for this long, and I do it like this, if I give them this kind of payment plan. Oh my God, not only could I afford one Grand Seiko Snowflake, I could potentially afford two of them. You know what I mean? Like I'm doing the watch math and I was able to make it work because at the time I was, I was working in a place that, uh, uh, or, uh, you know, the, the, the checks were, were, were great. I was, I, was, I was dead on the inside, but the checks were great. You know, it's a trade-off, it's a seesaw. Life's a seesaw, people. Um, and so I'm like, oh my God, I could do this. And out of nowhere, this voice in my head was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're sitting here naked in the shower doing Grand Seiko math. Buy a fucking ring. <laughs> Just buy a ring and, and, <laughs> and propose. And I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. How weird is that? <laughs> like, I, it was just so weird, I guess, because we'd become very comfortable and complacent as just like a couple. You know what I'm saying? So like the idea of like you know, proposing it, but so like the, so something intervened in my brain and was just like, dude, let's take this fucking watch math brain and put this towards some engagement ring math. You know what I'm saying? The, the worst kind of math. For <laughs> <me>. <laughs> what engagement ring you. math or watch math? Engagement ring math. <laughs> it was, it was continue. tough. It was tough. Well, like I said, um, you know, friends of Becky's family that known her since she was born, they're, they're jewelers and they, you know they make custom jewelry, and so I was able to work with them to custom design Be um, Becky's engagement ring. Which, as a side note, her engagement ring is the inspiration for the first Rivka MTP1 model um, with yeah. the flowers on it and shit like mm -hmm. that. So, and uh, it doesn't have a diamond, and it has a blue sapphire, which is her birthstone. So it's it's really really cool. I think um, I might you might have seen it in person. Actually, I don't think you've seen it in person. You've definitely shown me photos if I haven't seen it in person. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. I, I've, I connect the dots with the first Rivka design to that to that ring. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. And so, you know, I, I, I worked with, for, with, the, with the jewelry guy for like eight or nine months to design the ring. We went back and forth a lot of times with CAD and everything like that. And eventually we got a design and then he took it to the jeweler, Smith. Really cool, this, this really cool Israeli jeweler. It makes a lot of really, really fun stuff. And and um, and Becky knows the guy, the guy who that actually made the ring, the Israeli jeweler, like has also known Becky since she was a baby. So the idea of this family making her engagement ring was super, super special. And it was well, here's the funny thing. I had fake proposed, not like fake proposed. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I had like I had like like faked her out a couple of times just because I'm not a nice person. So like. At like the inappropriate times. So like we'll be walking on a street and I'll be walking by like a dumpster full of fish heads and they'll be like, babe, what if I propose right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you dick. <laughs> and she'll just be she'll just be like, please don't. And so it was like several months of that. So I guess she got like desensitized or whatever. You know what I mean? 
And so when the ring finally came in, um, when the ring finally came in, I thought I could just like hide it in the apartment and like not say anything for like months. But the ring came in, I tried hiding it, and that shit was just that shit was beating like a telltale heart. Like I had to get I had to get this <laughs> I had to get this out of the house. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack. So like that week it came in, I proposed to her. So we went to Epcot and uh, we were walking around and I proposed to I proposed to Becky in the Japan Pavilion. Um in the back towards like the waterfall there's some tables and so we sat down we we're sitting on this table and we we're eating the shaved ice they have the shaved ice there that's called kakigori it's really it's really legit really really legit and um and so i said some nice things to her and i'm just like oh you know blah blah, blah you're my best friend and i care about you all, all all this all this nice stuff and everything like that and then and she's just eating she's just eating the shaved ice okay and so i reach into my pocket and and in my head, I'm like, oh, she's going to cry. It's going to be mushy. It's going to be this whole big thing and blah, blah, blah. I reach into my pocket and I pull out a ring and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, babe, let's get married. And so she puts the spoon in her shaved ice and she slams her hand on the table and she goes, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, can, I can see her doing that. <laughs> right. And I'm like, uh, no, the, this is happening. I opened the box and there was a ring in it. <laughs> And then and then it got all mushy and then, and then you know it was it was so that was that was really special I'll never forget that bullshit I'm like oh my god I deserve that I super <laughs> I super deserve that dude I was wearing the Raketa Big Zero <laughs> during that so I you know I wore the watch when I was engaged and it just it felt right to wear it for the wedding because the big red the the mm, the big red big red's a gum uh, a brand of chewing gum i think <laughs> <clears throat> the big zero for me is the perfect wedding watch because it's my perfect memory watch so i'm curious to know how many other wedding watches would qualify as that like do you do you michael you got your watch specifically for your wedding right yeah i was kind of um I was into watches for a little bit and I had mm -hmm. a, um, I think I had like a Timex. I had two Timexes before I got my first technically like mechanical timepiece. I had a Timex Easy Reader and I had a Timex Weekender. Hell yeah, both, dude. Th those are both really cool watches. Um, I think I gave one to my sister and I can't find the other one now. Might be in Miami still. Oof. But um, I wanted something. I just wanted something sweet for the wedding and um, I did manage to get it before I proposed as well. Oh, nice. And I'm pretty sure I was also wearing the Mako the day that I proposed. So like we're, we're kind of, we're on the same page there. Uh, <laughs> my, my proposal was less uh, romantic. <laughs> like I had this whole like big plan and then it all went to shit. And then I just like, we were in the car and I asked her. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, but yeah, I, I got, I got the Mako kind of pretty much because I wanted a nice watch for the wedding. And, um, so, so that, that's interesting. So, so back then, did you see the Mako as a dress watch or just a nice watch? I just saw it as a nice watch. Nice. Um, and I had, I had to come from, uh, you know, forum culture i guess you'd call it with like guitars and amps and stuff like that and i was like well i'm getting into watches now so i'm just gonna find like a forum <laughs> you know right. that I can just kind of drool over and learn about <laughs> watches um and of course 
I, I have the review open that I did on, on our site here. And, you know, when you're getting into watches, it's just like, it's either the SKX or the Mako. No matter where you're looking, like, that's like, those are the first two watches that you have to choose between no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I, I went for the Mako just because it was... It was visually interesting. It looked more versatile to me. I, you know, I've I've had many SKX models since then, and um, you know, I have one now, and it's great. But there was just there was kind of something special about the Mako, and you know, the blue, and the fact that you know, it was part of our our color theme for the wedding as well. So oh, yeah, I, I I did I did pick it for the wedding also. Um, interesting. Was, that 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 part was a lot of fun. Did you keep um, it on the bracelet. I kept it on the bracelet that I that I no longer have. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But um, you know, it's it's kind of we talk about wedding watches, we talk about burning house watches, and we talk about, <laughs> you know, end game watches and cashing your chip watches and stuff like that. And really like it's it's all about the watches that you you stack these memories on top of. And you mm. know, whether it's like, you know, being with your dad during that really critical time or, or going through what you went through at the hospital or, engage, or getting engaged and going, going through your wedding. Um, you know, this this watch is the, at the time was kind of like it was the only thing I had. And it was the watch that I was making memories with. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I actually I wore that. I wore that watch when you interviewed me right before you hired me. Oh God! I'm so, <laughs> so sorry. I'm so sorry you had to be interviewed by me. <laughs> so, Such a bad interviewer. That's the watch that I was wearing then. If you were curious, <laughs> I I honestly forgot that day happened. I we we've interviewed before before well after you got there. Remember we had to do a lot of interviews as well. So you <laughs> you saw how I interviewed. I'm a very shitty interviewer, dude. You like hey, Dags? You're pretty you're good. Like, you're, you're fine. You like Dags? I like Dags. That's it. That, if you don't like Dags, you can get the fuck out. That's like the whole interview. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So not not only not only is the Mako the watch that I wore so on my very <laughs> special day when I when I married the woman that I love, mm-hmm. it was also the watch that I wore when Kaz interviewed me <laughs> right before he hired me as my manager. <laughs> did, I, did I ever tell you the reason we? I must have told you. But I don't know if I, tell, I said the story on air. Can I tell the story on air of the reason? We brought you in for an interview. Was it my resume and how much ink it took up? Yes. <laughs> you never told you. I think you told me, but never on air. So Michael, Michael had this resume and like, it looked great on like a PDF on the computer. Cause there was like this really like decorative, beautiful blue bar going across like 40% of the page. And like, it looked good on the paper on, 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 on the screen. But like the, the admin secretary in the office at the time, she, for some reason, printed out every single resume to like put on her desk because I guess she couldn't send them to us or something. I really don't know. <laughs> and so, so like every other day we get like a stack of resumes on one particular day. She was like, here are your resumes. Oh, by the way, this one ate every single ink, all the ink and toner in my printer. Okay. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Cause and it was also, like, it was like a black, I think it was like a fully black background with like white text, well, the problem that. is she printed it all in black and white. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it just came out looking, it just came out looking like this mess. And I'm like, oh, we've got to call this motherfucker. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Dude, this guy's got to come in tonight. <laughs> right? 
Guys, you, this is this is how you exit the aviation <laughs> sales industry and, and get into the marketing industry. If you're you curious, gotta, <laughs> you got to kill someone's printer. You got to kill all, all the toner in their printer. I don't know why. I just I was just it was just so funny because that was also the most she had ever said to me. And by the way, this one ate all the toner in my printer and she like sassed me and like turned around and I'm like, oh, we got to call this guy. This is perfect. This is fate, guys. All right. Ah, and look at us now. We're on a look watch at us podcast. Now. <laughs> Talking about watches and dicks, dude. Living the dream, man. I am. Wait. I really am sorry for being drunk on air. I think I said last time I was drunk on air, I wouldn't do this again, but this was out of my control. Oh, we should we should do it more. It's it's this fantastic. is like this is pre pre wedding drunk. Is it? I'm afraid this I'm afraid this episode is gonna be bad. I don't know. I I think it's a pretty good episode so far. I'm 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 satisfied. If I don't unplug a cable like I did last time or or fuck up somehow, we've, I think we're good. We 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 we've we've come back for some pretty crazy things on air. You know, <laughs> you guys will never know. <laughs> That's the best part. I don't think you guys will ever know. <laughs> you might hear you might hear a hiccup here and there, like a little cut, like a little slice in the audio. <laughs> that little slice is a fucking apocalypse. Of audio editing. <laughs> Michael texting me. I don't think we're gonna do it. No, I think I think I think we're gonna be okay. <laughs> For now, let's let's you not look, jinx it. Yeah, right. Well, whatever happens, happens. I'm gonna. Um, man, I feel bad. I'm 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 very close to finishing the stolen scotch. If anyone knows what the fuck this is, let me know. I don't know if I stole something good or bad from my dad. He doesn't drink. Someone gave it to him as a gift, which is why I took it. I see. I see a lot of. Um, I see a lot Levis. of really, really cool like, uh, I don't like whiskey and watch photos, like with like the watch, like well, because it's sexy it's, and draped over the uh, over the <laughs> bottle. You should do one of those and see if somebody identifies. No, it as there like, is hey, nothing man, like a. No, you know? there's nothing suave or sexy about anything in my life, Michael. I, I'm, I've, I have the same charisma as a wet burp. That's basically <laughs> what I am, man. All right. Well, the thing uh, is, the watch, the watch and scotch, fo- like the watch and whiskey photos. I feel like it's very much, like, like lifestyle, gender specific stuff. Because it'll be like cufflinks, it'll be like cigars and things like that. You know what I mean? I, there's no way I could pull that off because I am in no way adequately representative of my gender that's just that's just what it is but know? this is this is a good time to bring this up in the discussion hmm. what gender what's up <laughs> not gender <laughs> well i mean <laughs> I, I guess it is related to gender and expression okay uh, you know when it comes to us as guys and and what we have to express ourselves on a big day like a wedding you know like i mentioned before i've seen people ditch the the watch all i mean the the wedding band all together and just go for a watch so i right. opened i opened my buddy's uh like wedding photos that he shared on on facebook or whatever and I, i'm i'm looking through them and there are just you know it's like it's a set of wedding photos and uh some sexy shots of the speedmaster like in the big like case with like the astronaut strap and that's suit, so cool <laughs> whatever the fuck it comes with these days and I'm looking through the photos and not on his right hand or on his left hand, he doesn't have a wedding band. So wow. you know, he was really he was really excited when he told me about the watch. I don't know if he got a wedding band after. Um, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But you know, in these photos, I just see a watch. So I'm I'm curious. He might he might have done the watch instead of the wedding band. It's a thing. Apparently it's a thing. You know? I'm telling you, if you have a wedding, if you're getting a wedding band, you're gonna feel fucking naked after a couple of years. Yeah, just definitely after the first <laughs> year. If you if you leave that thing on like by the sink one day, 
you know, just by accident and you go to work or something, mm-hmm. you, you're, you're going to feel like fucked a hundred percent. Like a so, dog without its collar, just this lost is, and scared. The concept is really alien to me. And I, I've also, I've seen guys, um, get a cool watch for, mm-hmm. for the wedding day instead of a, a wedding band, but tattoo a wedding band on the ring finger. Interesting. And I'm like, that's fucking metal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't have any tattoos. I have a lot of friends that have tattoos. I I can't do it because I'm, you know, too much of a puss. I still think think we should get Seiko wave tattoos. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I think that'd be fucking incredibly awesome. Seiko needs to win my love back, though. (laughs) <laughs> ah, touche, touche. Yeah, I, I, uh, I would do the tattoo ring thing, but uh, tattoos are frowned upon in like uh, Judaism in terms of like um, yes, yeah, like yeah, I guess like uh, doing that kind of alteration to skin. And Becky doesn't like tattoos, so yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Same, same with uh, Islam. So my my in laws will be very upset if I did that. <laughs> Although if I, I I I maybe we should just get face tattoos. Should we should we go should we go for it? Should we try go tribal for it? some tribal face tattoos or we just get, this we, the wave on one cheek, the Seiko wave? Oh my god, we can get the Seiko wave. You get the Seiko wave on your left cheek, and I'll get it on my right cheek, and that'll be the secret tube of wash knobs handshake. We'll like touch cheeks. I think if we did it on the butt cheeks instead, it would really be the, the Tuberg watch knobs handshake. It'd be so belabored to undo the belt and do the button, and then you got to make sure you just you expose enough cheek without having the bits fall out of the front because that's just that's just taboo. That's just, yeah, yeah, but how right. often do I see you? I, I mean, I, I take my pants. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take my pants off the next time I see you. It's, it's fine. A special, <laughs> it's a special occasion. My pants will be there. We have to touch butt cheeks. That's basically what's happening. So personally, I can't I, I can't see myself um, getting rid of the wedding band altogether, um, for, even yeah, though for, it was a huge adjustment for me to to wear a wedding band on the same arm that I'm wearing a watch, you know, for, for it, me, it was just really weird. So coming into it. So so for me coming into it very fresh, you know, I, have, I don't I don't I've, I'm not wearing my wedding band yet. Anything like that. Um, I want I want a wedding band. I don't want to put Becky in a position of like having to buy me a watch and I don't want to buy myself a watch for the wedding. Cause that just like seems odd. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, plus the thing is I, I like the symbolism, this hit this, this symbology, sorry, the symbolism. Have you, have you ever seen the movie see Bo- uh, Boondock Saints, Michael? A very long time ago. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. It's all good. It's all good. It, it's full of Dr. Pepper and like a charm. So you wouldn't like it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the fuck is oh yeah so so i i like the symbolism of the ring so i want the ring i don't want to put becky in a position of buying me a watch because i know for her that's very difficult it's very di- there's yeah. very few people in this world i would trust to buy me a watch you know what i'm saying so for me personally i want the ring i want because the thing is so for there's this conception that when you get married and this is partly true, but in my opinion, for for this is so I'm just speaking about my relationship specifically with, uh, with with Rebecca. We've been together for like six or seven years now. The marriage aspect of our relationship is really just like is more of a public affirmation. I don't see this changing 
sort of our day-to-day necessarily is too much i could totally oh, yeah. i could totally be wrong because we're just, it's not going to change how much we love each other you know what i mean i'll yeah. stab someone in the face if she asked me to that's how much <laughs> i'll do it in front of witnesses that's how much i love her dude all right i don't think marriage will alter or or do anything like that to that love this is more of a public affirmation so with that viewpoint the ring is central to that in my opinion you know this is right. letting people know who they don't need to talk to me they don't need to conversate with me they don't need to do anything if they see me and they see a wedding band they'll be like okay he is married you know yeah i i, I agree i think and i mean a watch is something that's um you know i i, I look at my buddy that just got married and i you know he bought that Speedmaster, and I, I just, I don't see him becoming a watch collector. Mm-hmm. I, I can see this guy wearing that watch every day until he dies. It's yeah. like, it's like my dad with his Rolex Datejust. He's, he's yeah. not a watch guy, but he's gonna fucking. He gardens in that watch. He gardens in that watch. Yeah. Man. If, if, if this watch is the symbol of this guy's undying love and his marriage, I can see him wearing that until the day he dies. It'll just yeah. fine. But, but the two of us, we're, you know, we're watch collectors, and we like we like the variety and we like switching watches and watch fasting and stuff like that and experimenting to figure out what we like and growing yeah. as collectors. Um, so, you know, I, I also like the wedding band, um, and what it symbolizes. And, you know, for me, I can't uh, like, sometimes I take it off to like wash my face. So I don't like scratch my fucking face up. <laughs> and if I, if I forget, I forget. And that's like, that's when I feel like super weird. I feel like a terrible person if I don't have my band on. <laughs> so, so did you, how much involvement did you have in the picking out of your band? Did you just pick it out or did she surprise you with it? Like, what was that process for you like? So this is interesting. The day that I picked my wedding band was the day that I tried on an IWC big pilot for the first Oh, oh God, and only that fucking time. watch. So this was kind of, <laughs> this was in the uh, jewelry district in Miami that you and I visited. Oh, this, this, the Seabold, Seabold, Seagull yeah. building. Seagull. Yeah. Yeah. So we went there, we went there one time, um, and we kind of, I don't know, we found a place where I picked out her, the diamond for her engagement ring and mm-hmm. the, uh, the setting and also the, her wedding band and stuff. And she was like, she was like, Oh, you need like a, like a wedding band or something. And I was like, I don't know. They, they, they brought out like a tray and there were like, I don't know, like 12 of them or something. And I tried on like four and on like the fourth one, I was like, yeah, I guess this one's okay. <laughs> and then she bought it. She bought it for me right then and there. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. That's funny. <laughs> so like, I, like, I think we bought everything on the same day. Oh, wow. Um, and then, so I, I knew what I was getting into. But still, like the day, the day that I had to put the wedding band on the same hand as the watch was just like it was very strange to me. Like, do do I look like a pawn shop owner, Kaz? Like when I you don't look like a, you don't look like a pawn shop. I just owner. like it's like a lot of like I mean, dude. I I don't think school, I don't I, think one ring will make you a pawn shop owner. It's not like it's not like the one ring to rule them all pawn shop version. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like you'd have to have many rings. Cause like I grew up, I grew up with this girl like in high school and stuff. Um, right. And like, you know, I, I, I played in bands and stuff and like the uniform was just like the black t-shirt and the jeans. Oh yeah. That's it. You didn't no jewelry, no watch, no nothing. Well, you gotta make sure your hair was nice. 
Hey, you're, you, the hair, the hair had to be nice sometimes, you know, all Hawthorne Heights and whatnot. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to so much Hawthorne Heights, Michael, you have to help me. I have been listening to so, it's, it's so good. They're so good. It's so, it's a guilty pleasure band. It's so good. But I'll, I'll, ch- I'll check in with you. I'll check in with you and see how you feel. Cause for me, for me, that, that was an adjustment to have the watch and the ring on the mm-hmm. same kind of hand. So. Yeah, that's 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 my wedding watch story. For me, it was it was the Mako, and um, kind of just happened the way it happened. It was the watch that got me into watches, and um, it was with me on that super special day. So I, I I might have some photos still. Maybe I'll maybe I'll share them where you can see like the watch and stuff. I didn't take any cool like I see people on like Reddit watches like taking cool like watch wedding photos. Have you seen that? Yeah, dude, we had we had an option. We had the option of either spending a lot. So there's so regardless of what happens, there is a photography package with our Disney wedding, and it's during the ceremony. I think it's a little bit before with like family and stuff like that, and like a little bit after with the bride and groom after. But we had an option. We could either expand the day of wedding photography to include like getting ready pictures and pictures of me like fixing up my collar and like buffing my shoes or sobbing terribly or I I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't understand photography. It doesn't make any sense to me. All right. Unless it's got a Seiko (laughs) or a cat in it. It just doesn't register to me. We had the option of doing that or the next day doing a private photo shoot in Epcot. Just me, Becky, the photographer, and the photographer's assistant. And I'm like, uh, the second one, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> the second one all fucking day long. So I want to try and convince the photographer to take a picture of my... To, to do a wrist shot. Like a professional Disney photographer wrist shot. I don't know how, but I got to figure out some way for them, of them to do that. I think that, would, I think that would be the greatest photo ever. Dude, if you can get if you can get the core like characters like like Goofy, Pluto, Mickey, Minnie, like somehow get them like in a wrist shot, I don't know. I mean, well, sweet. the thing is, like during like the park days, you could just stand in line for a character meet and greet and just <laughs> do the picture. I have it. I have an annual pass, so it includes the photo stuff for free. And I mean, not for free. I pay for it, but like it just includes the photo stuff, you know. Yeah. But um, but no, I've seen those pictures. I, of like you know like uh, it'll be like the cufflinks and like the ring or something like that. What I've seen yeah. also is um, the bride will write a letter to the groom and the groom will write a letter to the bride and they'll read them yeah. when they're separated on the day and they'll like take photographs of like their reactions while they're like reading a letter and things like that. I've seen that. We didn't really opt for that. There are gonna be photos, but um, it for some reason for us it just felt super right to do the Epcot photo shoot because I think that's just gonna be fucking that's gonna be so cool. The letter, the letter thing is a lot of fun. We we did that, and we each got. I think yeah, we each got like Disney cards for each other. <laughs> oh, that's so it. cool. <laughs> yeah, so it was that that that's a lot of fun actually, and it's it kind of it gets your nerves all crazy like the day that you start writing it because you're like fuck like what I'm writing now like that shit matters. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? We're doing personal vows in the ceremony, and our mm-hmm. wedding officiant is this Cantor. She's really, really nice. It took her a long. It took us a long time to find someone that would marry us because, because I'm not Jewish, and it's just it's it's apparently a thing. And we want a Jewish ceremony, so it's a thing. <laughs> <sighs> and so uh, we found this Cantor. She's super, super cool, and she's really, really nice. And we were talking to her. We're getting everything done, and we have all the stuff planned and everything. And she was just uh, and and so we said to her like oh just you know we're gonna do um you know we're gonna do personal vows and she's like oh that'll be really really wonderful 
and um and i'm like and, and becky's like yeah i don't know what to say i'm gonna have to write it all down and then i said i'm just gonna wing it uh and i guess that's like not normal i guess i'm supposed to write them down because the cantor was just like oh you should really you should really write them down i'm like no Ugh, why i could just i could just say how i feel on the spot there's no reason why i can't say how i feel on the spot i don't know why i can't do that and she's like, yeah. well, if you start getting choked up and you can't re you can't finish your vows, like it's important for them to be on a paper, a piece of paper, so I can take the vows and read them to Becky. And I didn't say this aloud, but I'm just like, but you're not marrying Becky. <laughs> my dumbass is married. You are not saying my words. All I have in my life is my is my record of being late to everything and my words. You're not taking my words away from me, lady. All right. So I have to figure out what to do. I, I might just like write fake vows on a piece of paper, but just wing it in, in person. But that could that could bite me in the ass, because what if I actually do choke up and like I'm unable to finish? I'm fucked. <laughs> nah, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You think you think so, right? Maybe. <clears throat> man, that's that's, that's cool, man. These, no, these these as we as we start to kind of wrap up the discussion, you know, overall, like watches for us, like this is it's a big part of the way that we express ourselves and um and remember the day you know because you know the bride has you know the dress the bouquet yeah. uh the shoes the jewelry everything um you know for dudes like i i mean i didn't have i got married in like a just like a regular suit or whatever so some guys do cufflinks and stuff like that some guys do jewelry i just had the watch yeah. you know and that's how it is for a lot of us. So it's um you know it's important to talk about it. Yeah, and this is this is such a special time for for you and I, I think uh we've we've created this podcast and uh I'm I'm curious to know what you know what other guys went through, you know, on their big days and stuff like that. So um I'm glad we talked about it. Yeah, it it, it really cool, really fun to hear other people's wedding watch stories i mean I, I i'm going through this right now like in hardcore real time you know i have a conception of what i think is going to happen and i i've been talking to a lot of you you know on the on the on the on the instagram and on on the instagram old man now uh, on instagram on the internet on the internet <laughs> on instagram and uh, through email and everyone, everyone's had really kind words to say, like, oh, congratulations, don't, like, sweat the small stuff, you know, have fun, everything like that, and, you know. Uh, but the reoccurring theme, the one thing that everyone has said, and I'm really getting nervous about now, is, listen, Kaz, something's gonna go wrong on the day of the wedding. You just yeah. gotta roll with it. <laughs> oh, I forgot my shirt. Oh, my terrible. God, holy Christ, Box, how'd you forget your shirt? You have so one I've job. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? To I not forgot, show up naked, to show I up forgot dressed. My shirt. And immediately, I was just like, "This is fucked." I'm gonna have to get married <laughs> with just the jacket and nothing under. You get married like a Chip and Dale's dancer, just wearing a tie and fucking pants, dude, <laughs> or, or a member of Motley Crue, <laughs> like just, like, just with a sport coat on top uh, and like my chest hair coming out. <laughs> so good, best wedding, best Muslim wedding ever, dude. <laughs> yeah, something will go wrong. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that too. Oh, that's not reassuring. What could go wrong? It's a small wedding. That's true. It's, yeah, no, it's you've, it you've is, minimized the the number of moving parts, so you're you're okay there. Yeah, the Some, less people, the less variables. Wrong. The less the less wrenches for someone to fuck into my engine and screw something up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but you're, you're gonna have an awesome watch, though. 
whatever happens. I'm excited. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited for like, like pictures and, and it's just going to, it's just, it, it's really weird, but it's, it's like I said, I, I, this is my wedding watch, but it's not, I don't think of it as my wedding watch. This is just, this is like my life watch now. Like it's, yeah. it's so yeah. weird. I don't, I, I, I should have chosen a, like a much sexier watch. Like an like like an Air King. I hate it, that. Watch. No, it is it is <laughs> sexy, and that's and you know what? You'll take it on your honeymoon too, and you'll you'll have some yeah some fun memories with that. And dude, it is what it is. That's that's, what that's, it is, man. that's the watch. This is such a cool watch. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love this thing so much. But um, uh, I still have a lot of drink left. Should we keep recording, or should I start a recap? I don't. I'm 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 fresh out. You're fresh out here. Let me mail you some. What is your? <laughs> I can fax you. I can. We need to get a two book watch snobs fax number. Can you fax me a, 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 an entire shot glass? That I can. I can. I can fax you uh, the textual breakdown of the molecular structure of whiskey. <laughs> Maybe it'll be the same thing. I don't know. You put it in Maybe. a blender. You, you play. You put it in a blender with some nail polish remover. You see what happens. You know. We'll we'll, we'll pick up the sesh uh, next time I see you. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, man. Jesus. Uh, okay, should I do... Uh, hold on, is there anything else I'm forgetting? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Getting married, dude. Shit. It just felt real. <laughs> it just felt real. It, it felt really, really real when we went to get our marriage license. Like That's, the always, li that, that's always fun. Well, it's just funny because we were there, but the couple next to us, they were doing the courthouse marriage. So they were getting married, like, next to us. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, I'm like, oh my God, this feels way too, I gotta get out of here. This feels way too real for me, man. I, st I still play video games. I gotta get out of here, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Plus going to the, going to the courthouse is always weird. I feel like. Yeah. It's you know? Place. But, uh, okay, let me think, uh, let me think of, re this is a weird show to recap. This basically was my, like, I guess a portion of my, of my bachelor party slash stack party on, on. <clears throat> on the internet um really happy to be able to have a show have kind of like a converse have have the elements in place for michael for you and i to have a conversation like this which is very personal and very open but still related to the topic that people tune in for <laughs> you know what i'm saying I yeah feel like. yeah no it's 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 fun it's a good topic so, so i'm super super thankful for that really appreciate everyone's kind words and just all the time leading up to this in regards to like love and marriage as i punch the microphone again motherfuck love and marriage and like the wedding and stuff like that um uh, let me think what else um yeah you know uh for the wrist checks michael is still where uh, michael you've you've had that doxa for a month now you're still digging it your perspective has shifted on a little bit you're still digging it that's super super cool yeah. put more put more pictures of the feed uh, on the feed of that thing man you know yeah i gotta take some good shots we're finally getting some nice uh it's getting cold here, but you know more sunlight, so I'll, I'll take some more photos again. It is forty fucking degrees right now in Florida. <laughs> I'm about. I, I I'm honestly thinking about killing my cats before winter kicks in because I think a swift <laughs> death will be much sweeter than the fucking Russian winter they're gonna have to go through. If this if it's still <laughs> cold during my wedding, I don't know what I'm gonna do. We have a backup venue, but it, I'm just annoyed. I don't oh, have. Be fine. I don't have a backup bride. It just feels weird going to the backup venue. <laughs> I chose this place to get I'll married. St I'll, in. St I'll start a fire somewhere. Don't worry, dude. Just burn something down next to us, in or around us. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> if it, if it's cold, uh, if it's cold the day of the wedding, January January twelfth, two thirty p.m. ish. Oh, okay, what else? Um, Raketa Big Zero. It's my wedding watch. It's also my memory watch. Um, I'm also really happy to kind of spread awareness about the Big Zero because a lot of people have tuned, have just kind of contacted me and said that because of how I've talked about this watch on air, they were inspired to buy the watch. I think that's awesome, you know, because yeah. I just, I, 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 I just love. I just love that other people love this watch because this watch, even though it is one of the more, I guess, like recognizable USSR watches, I just feel like there's not a lot of education around them. So it's something that needs to be improved on, which is why we did the Patreon special, which is why we did the the, the actual text article, you know, the buying, Raketa's Big Zero buying guide on the website. So I um, really appreciate hearing from everyone in regards to that. Um, yeah, if you guys have any insight on like what your experience was like with your wedding, if you have any wedding stories that you want to share in regards to your watch or the whole like buying something instead of the wedding bands, like a watch or some other kind of like, you know, wearable accessory, definitely let us know um, uh, your thoughts and just share your experiences. Michael, do you think anyone's ever gotten married wearing an Apple watch? I don't know, but also... You know, if your wife wore a cool watch or if you're, if you're, you know, if you're listening and you were the bride, you know, did you wear a cool watch? Oh yeah, straight uh, up. I'm, I'm curious to know about, you know, brides wearing awesome watches on the big day. That's true. Um, that, that's a really good point. Actually. I would love to hear about that. Like, yeah. like as a bride, what's the thought process behind your wedding watch? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That would be super, super cool. But, um... Is there anything I'm missing? Uh, but, but, oh, yes, we are getting ready for our third Patreon special, and this is a really, really cool one. It is basically like a question and answer episode. You guys send us questions. They can be questions about the show, specific questions about watches or urology, or just questions on our opinions in regards to urology and things like that. Really, really would love that. You know, basically, send in questions. We'll read them on air. We'll answer them. We'll give you a shout-out. We'll give you credit. Um, I think that that would just be so much fun to have that sort of, it would help sort of, um, kind of just remove the barrier between like, like listener and podcaster really make it feel like as much more inclusive. Cause I want, that's all I want the show. To, I just want the show to be as inclusive as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you, if you're curious about whether or not Kaz and I have ever touched tips, <laughs> it hasn't happened. You don't can ask, ask the question, but don't you can, ask. You can ask, but the answer is no. <laughs> but wait till the wedding. You know, you never know. I still and with have, that. still have a little bit of my Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Levitt, Captain Nemo's Nadura. I don't know what the fuck this thing is called. <laughs> Whatever. All right, ready? Ready, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> thanks for listening. I feel like, I feel like we're forgetting something. No, we're good. Feel like I left I left my kid in Disney World and I'm already halfway home. <laughs> like that sinking sense of dread. We'll we'll be okay. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. This is Kaz. You've been listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. I'm I'm still drunk. Later. Later.